Are you willing to do what it takes to win, Dan? Maybe. Put that NIL money in it there. It was for robotics <laughs> or like the debate team, maybe. Okay, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> for boys volleyball. I love you, cut Dan. The <laughs> producer's yelling, cut over here. Uh, we're back. We're back. Episode two. Yeah. Are, why are we doing Honestly, this? Honestly, <laughs> this is like episode. Still a question. This is episode two, but we've filmed two half episodes in between episode one and two. It's, yeah. It's so been it's a really full week. episode four. On location, yeah. Yeah, it's that, episode that two on deal. location. And honestly, this is a different location than last time. We're always on location. <laughs> it's cold It's cold in the garage, so we're here now. <laughs> we've filmed out there. We've filmed in there. We've filmed in here. Yeah, we are, we're just mixing it up. We just got to keep people on their toes. Yep. We've also been on a volley bender, so I think we should talk about our volley bender. We've been on January volley bender. Chad and I, over the last couple years have yeah. been consistently going on December Volley Bender, which has included going to SoCal Cup mm-hmm. to the final ABCA, women's yeah. ABCA convention in Final Four, then back on a plane to Power League Finals. Sure. So it's like an eleven day Yeah. Bender. One of those things is not like the other, let's be real. All of them are there's a hierarchy of those events. Sure. I think I number one is the final four, number yeah. two is SoCal Cup and number three. Can and you, last is NCBA. Can you fill in the the viewers on the final four and what that entails? Because I don't think people really understand what goes what goes down at this event. Yeah, so I've been going. How many have you been to? Oh man, eight, nine at this point. So I've been to twenty seven. Yeah, but we'll get into a topic of why you've been to twenty seven at a later date. Okay, I think that's a topic on the docket sure. that may or may not be a joke. Sure. Um, yeah, I started going in 2014, and originally it's like, oh, you go to these sessions and you learn a bunch of stuff, and it's like, oh, this is this is great. I'm here to learn, and then like the more you get to know people, and like the less you, you learn, you go well, sure, but like you just go to no sessions. The more you learn, it's a different kind of education. Sure, um, it's a it's a convention for volleyball coaches and people to go to to learn about volleyball, and then also there's games being played. Sure. Like the women's games? Or yes, like the women's games. Also, <laughs> the game. yeah. also those. It is mostly a social get-together for a group of professionals who are busy the rest of the year. Sure. Right? And so this is really the only time everybody gets to see each other. So we get to see people we see, you know, one time for four days a year. And they end up, or of course, are some of our closest friends. Who what's are the, your who are you? party, by the way? That you Cacker. Guys oh, the Cacker. The Cacker. cool-ass assistant coach's reception. Cacker party. That's like the rager of the party year. of the year. Yeah. It, it used to be small, hosted by but now it no is. other than Joe Jablonski. And now it's been corporate. Yep. Now it's big time. We got sponsors. Cacker parties. Zay, are you picking up the like the tab? Oh on yeah. You pick up the tab. Mm-hmm. Do you need yep. to buy tickets. You yeah. do need to buy tickets. Right, so you buy tickets. Yeah. Two free drinks. So you guys followed up December Volley Bender. Oh, so we had we have so much fun on December Volley Bender every year that we were like, let's. Make January volley bender. Yeah, it's not a problem. Technically, I've got February volley bender coming up too. I'm going to Hawaii too. Hawaii, and then I'm going to Capitol Hill. You want to come to Capitol Hill? Zero percent. Okay, damn. You actually do want to go to Capitol Hill. Yes, you do. I don't want to totally work do. Capitol Hill. No, no, you don't want to work. Like, you want to go? I can hang out, but like, sure. I don't want to work. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna you can come hang out with me. We with, can go uh, February. Are you, you going to like not do that much? Yeah, I've got children. I don't have children. Exactly, but like I'm going to go. Do fun things. We're going to the zoo. The zoo is sick. Zoo? The zoo is sick in DC. Big zoo guy. <laughs> to the zoo. Our, yeah. our producer Bob. Over here. <laughs> Big zoo guy. Bob. 
Bob is ecstatic about the zoo. <laughs> Bob it's loves, the, Bob loves the zoo. Oh, man, Bob. All right, so you. 30 to 90% chance I'm in D.C. Great. Okay, Sold. so February Volleybender will be coming. Mm-hmm. All right, so now you guys have literally a quarter of the year is a Volleybender. <laughs> and I come over to your house on a Tuesday night <laughs> sure. to drink another. Yes. This is your fault. <laughs> it's so fun, though. This is good stuff. Okay, so we decided yeah, to turn January into a little stint of Volleybender, mm-hmm. which included going again to SoCal Cup. For four days, mm-hmm. and then going. We really, we went to the Emmys, and they were happy to be we volleyball. Did, yes, yeah. we went to the Emmys, and then there was volleyball, and then we flew back for a day, and then we flew. Oh, you were on Thursday, so you had I two had, days. I had, I had a good thirty. I had hours. one day, one day for laundry, and then I flew to Austin, Texas. The- POV of Austin, yes, POV of Austin. Year three, Stanford going to first point collegiate challenge. Uh, we've got a Texas kid on the team, oh, Nathan yeah. Litsky. Mm-hmm. His parents run the boys tournament and the girls tournament that goes on at the same time and they do an awesome job they're big in the volleyball world and they kind of set up this kind of men's collegiate showcase in the in the preseason so the first year we went it was good um there was some it was a good (laughs) event but like the overall level of the tournament was lower last year got a little better we had hawaii when they were ranked number one but still like not full like every team being legitimate contenders this year everyone's top 15 all the teams were legit we got number one ucla we got ohio state who was number i think five or four at the time top of of the meva they were number five penn state's top of the eva they're at they were at seven stanford was eight and and usc was like 11 Mm -hmm. so everyone's like Legit teams, big ball, names. Ball State too, good and Ball State, good excuse me, yeah. Ball State, and Ball State. I think was thirteen yep. at yeah. the time of the ranking. A right? much so like, better cohort for sure. Yeah, a very good level across the board yep. for all the teams. And each year we they they do a uh, a clinic the day before the tournament begins for the boys and the girls, and the day before play begins. For girls the are there clinic. too, uh, but not for the not for what the boys clinic we do. There were girls in some like recruiting showcase. Okay, sure. Um, but the main thing is it's a fundraiser for the first point foundation, which is, you know, trying to create more opportunities for boys volleyball in the collegiate setting. So adding men's volleyball programs. Uh, the first year we did it, there was like 60 kids in the clinic. Second year we did it, there was 120. And then okay. this year there was just under 200. Um, and so you can kind of see like these little, these little barometers of like how things are going and the overall level walking around in the club setting. Also, there was some, there was some good level that was being played. It's not the highest level in comparison to like an AAU event or a so-called cup event, but there are definitely teams where you can kind of see some really good pieces and some really good kids that are playing. So that part's been kind of cool to see us going back for now three years. And then obviously getting to see Nathan, um, the, the homegrown Austin kid getting to play in his, his hometown. Uh, is not something that would have ever happened without, you know, a, a, a group like the Litskys and, yeah. and, and what they run coming in and putting something together. And they did a really professional job. So I'd love to hear like what you guys think about it, what you saw actually being at the event this year in comparison to like, well, I mean, you know, for, a normal thing. Yeah. For me real quick. I mean, like Glenn and I mean, I met Kathy for the first time this year. I mean, it, it's so obvious that they are like the right folks to be running something like that and you can just tell because i mean you know i've been there now uh for two of the three years and just just the amount of butts and seats right like the number of kids that are interested in coming over to go watch the men's collegiate game 
it was packed yeah. for you know because they play three three matches kind of in a row right like a one thirty four and a six thirty or whatever that was and maybe not that first one right because you know people are still kind of finishing out their pools from the morning but the second and third matches I mean there were fans packed. all the way up to the top right yeah, and sure. we haven't had that problem before um, we tried to guess how many people were in were in the building me and Keith thought maybe just under two thousand yeah. Yeah, that I, sounded like around fact check that. around 2000. Yeah, sounded. probably probably something yeah. like that. But I mean, like they had the same setup the past couple of years, right? And you know, the bleachers were maybe half full. Sure. And now it's like, wow, like Stanford's playing, you know, whoever. Yeah. It's to the top, right? Yeah. UCLA is. Oh man, you know they're coming to watch Merrick, right? Because yeah. Merrick was an Austin Juniors kid sure. too, right? Uh, along with Litsky. and you have people now coming out not only from from the boys' side, but you know, like the. The, the Texas women's team, right? You know, we were sitting mm-hmm. with Maddie Skinner for a little bit back in the stands. It's like, yeah. wow, like this is, you know, people that are really interested in this. And yeah, the the community that they, that the Litskis have been able to form around this event is really, really cool. No, yeah. it's definitely a little hotbed of, of like growing the sport and everything. It was, it was an awesome event. Yeah. I mean, you could just see also just what they've kind of put into it too, like production value wise, where mm-hmm. they got, like last year, last year when it was year two of the event, they brought in the Hawaii production crew to kind of run all of the the video and the and the actual oh, like production yeah. of the games. This year they had flow volleyball, which is some people have pains with because it's a little bit more expensive in yep. terms of like watching the event. But did a really good job of kind of flow volleyball is actually based in Austin or flow sports is based in Austin, so they did a ton of a ton of content around the players, the coaches. They did media interviews and a number of different things. Um, but like they, they keep on trying to take another step with each, each year what they do. So this year they brought in like all of the girl floor floors. They yeah, bought yeah. the, they bought the floors from the women's national championship, Tampa. um, and brought that in. And so just kind of always elevating the space. Um, and they always ask for feedback, but I thought one of the really cool things that I saw behind the scenes with the Litskis is, is why they do what they do. So they during the clinic that they run before the event that takes place, all of the teams that are participating come in and for 20 minutes, each of the six teams run basically a drill. And so you get to work with the players, work with the coaches and hear from the coaches and they all kind of do their thing. And at the end of that, they pay, they pay all the players, yeah. right? They pay them a hundred bucks. Oh, nice. Amazon gift card for the 20 minutes, right? So they're getting paid to be there too. And, and Kathy gives, gave this great speech about like why they are doing what they do. And number one is the idea of players needing to see it to achieve it, right? So having a bunch yeah. of Texas boys who don't have a college program that they get to go see, like we're, sure. we're spoiled getting to have Stanford in our backyard to go see Stanford and all the other schools play. They want to bring that in so Texas boys can see what it looks like. And then number two, it's, it's the opportunity for guys like Litsky and guys like Merrick and yeah. a number of, of the players that come from Texas to be able to come, come back and play in their home state, which wouldn't be possible without that. Um, and so she, she had had pulled the team aside at the end and, and kind of gave that that whole speech. And it was really cool. And the players all loved it. And it makes total sense as well. And so I think there's just a, a lot of goodwill that has come from that event each year and seeing it kind of both grow in the clinic side and grow from just like Chad was saying of the actual spectator side, there's actual interest and there's actual like, Oh, this is, this is an event that we enjoy and that we want to go to. Yeah. So that part's been cool. For lack of better words, the Litskis give a shit. 
Like they just, they just care about creating good events. And like, obviously there's a ton of people in the space trying to make, make events go and make, uh, make money off the sport, but the Litskis give a shit. Like they, they care about pushing it in the right way. And that's the people that should be running events in the space. Like it's, they did a great job when they're there. So totally. Yeah. It's not a, it's not a moneymaker event for them at all. Right. It's all to fundraise for first point. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Like they kill it with their events. Cause, cause they, they themselves and the group that they have together yeah. kills it they're yeah. very on top of it. But this event is a passion project for sure, and it's it's paying dividends in my mind, right? Yep. At least getting to see it from year one to year three, and watching them grow and watching what they've done, um, it is a very cool thing to to see. And so that part was that part was awesome. And then just obviously it's Austin, like Austin, Texas is a, it's great, a great city. Place. Yeah. So much fun, so many things to do, so many you know, so many different places to kind of bounce around to, uh, and just and see and enjoy. Uh, both as you know, as a spectator, as a fan, as a just a, even even as a coach in that setting, uh, it's a lot of cool things that we got to see there. So, sure. I mean, if you're just a spectator, right, you get to hang out in Austin. Like, let's say you're not from Texas, you're just one of these teams coming in, right? So, like Rafa was there, sure. right, and you're just you're coming from Colorado, you get to hang out in Austin, cool, roam around, all that good stuff, and you get to watch like pretty kick-ass volley, yeah. Right, like, oh, I get to watch Ohio State and UCLA and Penn State and Stanford and Ball State and SC. Like, a lot of these kids don't have that opportunity to sure. ever see that live. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, just like the level of talent that was out there, you get to see some of the best players in the country, right? Kids that are going to be on the national team in a few years. Yep. All kind of under one roof. I mean, yeah. Secondary of it, too, is like you're bringing the college programs in and that club tournament is going on. So now those college coaches are walking around, right? They're yeah. in that event. And they're walking around and they're looking at those players that are there. Yeah. So now that perspective has widened and that opportunity is already just like they're they're taken care of. They're already yeah. there. So it's maybe easy. maybe someone's in the building that yeah. can help Stanford side out. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah, it's an easy it's an easy plug. And so those things those things are longer term plays, but they, they they're going to pay dividends down the road as long as it continues to kind of. To keep on rolling, right? And the momentum continues. This is also probably a call for more event owners to bring men's teams into their events. Yeah, like, I mean, it's what? such a good. It makes so much look. sense. It like the Litskys killed it. Like this is such a good look for event owners to bring like good events, like, um, like make their event look more pro by bringing pro into your event. Yeah, it it is truly a way to make your event look better yeah um, it's not easy it's not easy at, at all. all and and it's cost money like it it yeah. is not cheap and but it does progress the sport in a good way yeah um and there needs to be people in power that are doing that for the sport yeah yeah so there's a good um i was thinking about first point and kind of comparing it the other good examples that i've seen throughout the years is actually soco cup did a good one with the community colleges yeah if you guys oh, remember that was this? Yeah, such it was a OCC. great event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis's yeah. tournament that yeah. they ran at OCC. That's like kind of the and community. doing it on the courts next to our kids too was yeah. such a cool thing. Where they like our kids were walking by, being like, "Oh, this is a yeah." The community college level is really good. Yeah, they need to do that again. We lost on the court that OCC was going to play Springfield on. <laughs> yeah, and it was tough because it wasn't a good tournament for our team. Yeah. And then Jared Anderson walks up to me, he's like, "What's up, coach?" And I was like. Hey man! Oh yeah. my God! There aren't that many people that can make me feel a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. totally. What a that's just the yeah. best person to see in that moment. Totally. So, I mean, but 
you're just in the middle of everything, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's so cool for those guys. It's yeah, a great idea. And it's also just one of those things where it's like that's that's something that most kids don't have an understanding of. A lot of kids yeah. are going to look down on a sure. you know community college or that aspect of you know making a decision to go do that. And there are so many people that community college was the absolute perfect path. John Costi at Stanford, great example. Community college guys goes to Santa Barbara, has a good experience. Is in the volleyball world for a long time. Joe Wallace, yeah. one of our former players, goes to OCC for a year, trains, develops, gets picked up by Santa Barbara. Now one of their one of their liberos is getting a ton of play. Finnegan, yeah. right? Neil Finn, yeah. So many guys that it goes through, and it's not. It may not be your first choice path, but it is a actually wonderful path for a lot of people. That it's really really good volley. Yeah, that you it's wouldn't high level and you volley. wouldn't know that if no. you hadn't have seen that many no. like many kids. And so just dotting them amongst the tournament and being like, who, who is this team that's yeah. playing over here? Who is Long Beach City College? Oh, who, what is Orange Coast College? And you see that, and then all of a sudden you're like, huh, yeah, that is something that looks pretty cool. Or that's something that looks like something I could do. And now that option becomes a little bit more viable in your mind. So those things are really cool. The only other one that I thought of was uh, at AAUs this past year, they did, VL, like, they did the VLA, mm-hmm. like, tournament on the championship courts i was happy with that because we got to see blake and we got to see nico yeah um it was I, not well attended it was yeah it wasn't all. it wasn't really pushed yeah right and so it wasn't a showcase in that sense so it was yeah. just a, a little bit more i'd like be surprised about, if they did it again yeah i want to just call based it, off of like it wasn't well yeah was it like just poorly attended? promoted or it was, yeah, yeah maybe it wasn't it, was. it wasn't really promoted at all yeah. i would yeah, say i don't but, really know it, I, I don't want to call it a sideshow like because that seems disrespectful, but it was more like it wasn't something that they were like pushing. Also, you're at nationals, like yeah. the last thing yeah. that I'm Everyone's wanting to dialed. do. Everyone's like, so dialed. Every team like, that should be dialed is, is dialed. dialed. Yeah, like, I'm totally. not going to like, I'm watch not, VLA. Yeah, right we're now. going to watch film of the team we're playing tomorrow. Yeah, yeah there's that. A, it is a that's a little setting. bit of a different. Next yeah, on the, us, next the, on the dock, it's still kind of on the. Next on the dock? Next on the dock, still on the kind of the Texas train, NCAA rankings. Did we see? Did we? Can we talk about Ohio State really quick? That was loud, I'm sure, but I was trying to be loud. (laughs) You cannot jump from number five to number one based off of what you did. This a five set win against UCLA. Sorry, that is not enough for me. Do Long Beach didn't lose. Why is Ohio State number one? I think if you. Smoked them in three. Totally you could be fine. like, hey, look, no problem. You they're, are they're returning a lot of the same guys. I watched them play this weekend. They are not this like unanimous decision no. on number one. No. That's a number two or three. It's it's pretty aggressive. Yeah, you could bump so up somebody aggressive. like Long Beach and just give them time. I mean, sure, like, we'll see. They're how gonna you see lose to somebody in the Miva. Yeah. Like, question for you all. This is this was AVCA rankings, right? No, this is coaches poll. Exactly, that's AVCA. Same and thing. so it's coaches poll. So they're voting, and I tried to look it up. You know how they used to? They used to yeah, show. They, they don't. Show they hide that now. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. gone. You can't see it. Yeah. I was trying to see. I was like, how? Who voted? Like, who's yeah, doing the voting? Yeah, because UCLA for this? got one, and you know who the one was. Maybe. Well, look, like <laughs> I, I agree. I don't think Ohio State should jump to the one. I think they go. I think they go up. I would have gone long. Listen, they don't go the down. Listen, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I'm Come okay on. with it if it's deserved. Like, 
going from five to one is I saw Ohio State as number one, and I was like, what in the world are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like what week one and a half. Sure, like you could have dropped UCLA to two. You could have moved Ohio State right. to three. Can we Long be Beach realistic? To one I mean, can we just say nobody's number one this week? Everybody, <laughs> everybody's like mid. So kind of like here you go. Stanford <laughs> to the moon. Here's here's how much uh, Ohio State got. Twelve of the of the voting coaches. Twelve first place votes. Of UCLA got four, and Long Beach State got seven. Ohio State was ranked one. UCLA two. Long Beach. Wait, is how three. does UCLA get two then? <laughs> So there are twenty three coaches voting. Wait, how does that, that happen? That yeah, I guess that's that's the. How that's do you the get breakdown. four votes and then number. seven votes, and that you're the two and they're the three? Because that somebody, other coaches voted Long Beach lower than three. Yeah, because there's uh, it's like it's a point system. points per. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a point system. It's like Mario average. Kart. You get points for finishes. Uh, yeah, it's like that so it's like Mario Kart. <laughs> now, right. I think I got to watch the Ohio State UCLA game. It was epic. Pastor, mm-hmm. my God. Love Get that dude. Real deal. Okay, I have a question. He is amazing. What were we doing during that game? We were sitting there watching You guys were him. pre-gaming. I was, I was drinking a moonshine with the parents, and we were like, oh, my God, it's going to five. We have another 20 minutes. Get another round. Oh, wait. I was there I with you? Know. I have no idea. I don't no, think you guys. No, 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 no. I was, I was, I was with Eric Sullivan. That's what, that, okay. I was, I was sitting with Eric Sullivan during that. Okay. Right. I don't know. I was watching the game. Lisa and I were the parents. <laughs> I have early onset dementia, so like that, like I have to like dark go back. No, it's like a thing. Like I just can't remember things that like where I am. So like I'm aware. I'm married to you. I, I know you I know. forget things all the time. So like <laughs> I have to. I'm just like recapping. I'm it's having good. you guys recap for myself. Good, good, good. Producer Larry, that's it what I said. Could but be the martini that I'm drinking, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It may be a combination of factors. Yeah. All right. So Ohio State moves the one. Little suspect, not not saying they're not deserving. It's aggressive. I, I would I wouldn't say that they're yeah. going to jump the undefeated Long Beach State, who was ranked number two before. It's making a case for any person that beats number one needs to be number one. Yeah, I think it's just too it's just too early, right? It's just too early to be able to like. like I, I think it's just lazy on the coach's part. Yeah, it's like I everybody, agree. everybody just rolls them up to yeah, one. Yeah, sure. it's yeah, like yeah, yeah, sure they beat UCLA. Coaches, they beat UCLA. They're undefeated. They're the sure. one. All right. I don't know who okay. you twenty three are, but mm-hmm. we're on that's you. that's why I went and looked. I was like, give me. I want to see because they used to tell you literally yeah. every coach that votes and what they put so that you can nitpick it, and now they don't. So that's. But again, it's week one and a half. Like who yeah. cares? Like. Yeah, we'll see how this pans out. All right, but well, let's see how the top let's five. Come back in like three there. weeks. We got Ohio State at one. We got UCLA sure. at two. We got Long Beach State at three. Hawaii's at four. Grand Canyon's at five. I hate it all. UCLA has lost once. Hawaii has lost once. Grand Canyon's undefeated. Stanford just outside six and zero oh, at number six. And then you've got Irvine. Are you biased? Who's three and one? Do you feel a little biased right now? Do you feel a little like? Am I biased? Of course I'm deserve. biased. I coach for the team. What do you think Stanford deserves right now? Ooh. I don't care. Ask me on May 4th what, what we deserve. No, no, no. no. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> okay, but what do you think Stanford deserves right now? Sure, six is fine. I don't care. I said four. Four. I said four. I was walking from the bar to the convention center with a bunch of the parents, and I said, if Stanford wins tonight... I think four is realistic. Okay, I could I, I could see the case being made because Hawaii has lost to Loyola and we beat Loyola. I could see the case being made because we beat Grand Canyon last year. Okay, sure. This is all biased. Twice. Sh- whatever. I put you in the top five and I'd, I'd probably put Hawaii at six or whatever then just because sure. of that loss. Sure. But I think Hawaii will find their bearings. Yeah, right? exactly. They got a freshman sure. setter. All, a lot of good all, of it, yep. all of it to me on the rankings is like, all right, it doesn't. 
It is literally matter. ask yeah, me on yeah, May fourth. Yeah. That's the only thing that matters. Yeah. Literally, still it's week one and a half. Nothing's changed. The last four minutes. <laughs> okay, like. so since you're asking, number one for me is <laughs> yes, please. You forgot who your number one was going to be. <laughs> no, it's not true. All right, we'll see. Number one for me is Long Beach, just based off of they haven't like lost right five and a and like. I don't think they have enough pieces to be number one, but like, that's okay right now based off of their number one. Number two to me is UCLA still because I know that that is a take, even though they just lost and I would still put them over Ohio state. Can I ask you a question about UCLA? This is one thing that I got a little, little like watching them. I got a little vibe of was the post championship like hangover yeah hangover or just like identity crisis i love an identity crisis yeah. though that's no problem which early on and i think sprague gets it I, he totally, totally understands he's he's trying to figure out who his liberos he's rotating sure. o2s and he can afford some losses like they can afford to do some stuff totally but there definitely was like watching them play there definitely was a little bit of a sense of like Obviously, just weren't as crisp as they were. A all loss of last early season. could be the best thing that ever happened to a team totally. like that. That's totally fine. I still have UCLA as number two. Mm-hmm. I still want to put them number one, honestly. Like uh, even with a loss, like I still want to put them number one. Yeah, I, yeah. In like in your like if you were betting in the, a the like long I term. have an actual education in volleyball yeah. and UCLA is number one. I just thought it was interesting because you dealt with the post-championship hangover of sure. their 17s team. Sure, the no year. problem. And they were like, we can't play volleyball anymore. Yeah. <laughs> we are hungover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it, it is an actual thing of like like trying to figure out what this team looks like yeah. as opposed to the team before. I, right, they only really lost the libero, though. Gucci was great. And he was. But everything depth, else is the same. The depth that they have gives so many reasons to flip around yeah. so much and it's hard to get some rhythm and it's hard to get like, like this is who we are. Yep. It's so much easier for coaches when there's just no decision-making to be had. Yeah. No, that, I mean, there's a ton of decisions like yeah. Cooper Robinson who didn't play a ton last year. Zach Roman looks gets, legit. And Zach Roman yeah. gets out there and looks like he is like flying yeah. over top of people. Yeah, Zach, like, Zach Roman looks like, all right, that's a Olympic level outside hitter 100%. right there. That makes sense yeah. that there's a little bit of a yeah, you've projection, got to be some things around the how the how kids project as opposed to how kids play right now and connection to the team and figuring out like what works here. It's hard to figure out. Yeah, that um, was also really similar to what like Hawks was doing with Loyola, right? Yeah. It was like, hey, like, we're going to get it? we're going to get some of the other to a degree. Yeah, we're trying to we've got a roster of 39 kids. Right, we're gonna be on this road trip. We're gonna play six really tough matches. Let's just kind of see what we have. Sure. Right? Like otherwise, why don't you just roll the same? Yeah, but I don't out? think UCLA should be worried about not getting an at-large bid. I don't think they are. And I think that's, Loyola I think should. Loyola probably should be right. Like, so that's why it's different. I'm not saying that Hawks <laughs> did exactly what he should have done, Sorry. but that, I'm just <laughs> acting. I'm just saying what he what happened. Yeah, right? yeah, sure. Uh, if you're UCLA though, it's like, hey, look, I can spend the dial with a lot of these guys. Yeah. I know that Alex yeah. and Ethan can side out yep. right and yep. you have guys that are battle tested and can and can receive serve at that level rama hasn't really had that robinson not as much right and then you're trying to replace a really really strong libero and they have the kid from japan and they were double liberoing with um yeah. 
they, somebody else. The, uh, the Balboa freshman outside that they kind of turned into libero, and it was, I'm blanking on his name, but he's been on the team Japanese for a couple of years. Kid's good. And they double libero, so they couldn't swap, right? Yeah. So once they plugged yeah. that in, that was their two liberos for yeah. the whole match. Yeah. Um, and so those guys stuck. And then, yeah, I'm, blank, I'm blanking on the name. But I mean, it's certain, total like good players. But yeah, yeah, but if if you're Sparrow, it's like, hey, look, like let's see what these guys can do yeah. in real matches early in the year. Mm-hmm. No in right to your point, right? That they're going to be in it at the end. And we sound pretty uh, MPSF biased here. All right, UCLA number one. <laughs> you heard it here seventh. Yeah, so lame. Do we have any other hot takes on the NCAA right now? After watching some teams play this weekend, or anything along those lines. <sighs> Rotman stole my player of the year. Hey, that was a good pick. Got ABC. You made that pick two weeks ago. First week through the season, Will Rotman, first ABCA player of the week, which is, correct me if I'm wrong, you have to win that award to be considered for player of the year, right? I know. That's crazy to me. Right? You have to win a player yes. of the week award you to, have be to be considered. You have to be your, uh, you have to be the player of the year in your conference to be considered for it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's their job. Like your job is to be ready when somebody goes down. It's how a team functions. Exactly. I agree with that. And for five I years, for five years, Adam Chang has just been yeah. doing it like in practice, literally never complains, literally yeah. always yeah, doing his Adam, job. He's great. And he finally gets an opportunity and he just took it. The best yeah. part. The whole the whole thing was Jackson. No, within the first within the first like six points, yeah, there was an overpass. Yeah, it goes to Chang. Yeah, gets the overpass kill, and I look over it to Taylor. And I'm like, that was the best case scenario because Chang Let's was ride. so nervous yeah. before the match. He gets an early kill, and then all of a sudden, Chang wheels became, are turning. Let's ride. Chang was a monster, and he just was up earlier than any other middle, and was just so hitting good. zero tempo, and. Penn State didn't give him a ton of respect early. And then all of a sudden, after set two, he's got five kills on five swings. Yeah. He's got like five assists from the he middle setting out the system. On a couple of those balls. That was great. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, he's got one of the top middles in the country, Toby, just yeah. commit blocking on him. Yeah. And we're just flowing balls around it. And we're just looking on the bench like Adam Chang. He's fucking he's doing, doing he's, off right he's now. He's just <laughs> doing his job, right? His job is not to go out and get 15 kills or yep. whatever, like no. what they might need Toby to do at Penn State. Yep. But his job was, hey, man, be up super early. Yep. Demand the rock. Set the ball in transition if it comes to you. Like, just don't do anything crazy. Yep. We're giving you a few of these opportunities. And the, the other great part about Adam and his his situation, we, we've used him as a serving sub multiple times, right? We use him all of last year. <laughs> As a serving sub. And now all of a sudden he's getting three rounds of serving or two to three rounds of serving each set and he's scoring. Yeah. And it was a well, huge had, plus. He's got a good serve. Yeah. And he was just a total unknown. And so you're just like, you're you're hoping and praying that it's just going to be good for him. And he went out and he made lemonade of lemons. It was beautiful. And a yeah. single tear shed from my eye. As the match ended. Here. All right, here we go. Waving hands again. I don't, cutting all this out. Everybody spot. wave your hands. Hands. In the air, in the air like you just Cut saw this out, people. Everybody left. Thanks, Bob. Can you go left, Matt? Left. That's right. Right. Left. Right. Left. Cut it. All right, here we go. <laughs> SoCal Cup. What an intro. SoCal Cup recap. 
Here we go. Uh, we go. Fifteen. We're going fifteens first. Yeah, youngest, youngest, oldest. All right. It, it was like the feeling of when you are riding a bicycle and the chain is like not fully on, <laughs> and you're trying to ride, and you're like, no, if I keep on riding, it'll it'll, it'll click. It'll catch. It'll, it'll catch. Click. It'll catch. It'll click. It'll be smooth, and it never clicked. It was just like constant. Like we're going. We're going. <laughs> Three-point run against us. Three-point run against us. We'd have to get something back. So we ended up losing 14-16. The, uh, the, <laughs> the chain came off the bicycle. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, we went. Out, we had an early exit in the first round of gold. It was still, like, we finished in gold. That was, that was a positive, but it was very clear, like, after the break, we, like, went away from a ton of things that we'd been working on, and we were – not able to kind of get back to it. So there's plenty for us to, uh, to, to look forward to for the summer portion. So for us, it wasn't so much up and down. It was a little bit more down and then up really late. And, and so our guys, we came in a little, just a little bit flat. You know, we, we ran into a, a smash team out of Boston that, you know, I don't know if they're just starting the season or whatever. I mean, we had well, those, the two teams that we lost to on day one that knocked us out. We're, we're both in gold and they were strong teams and, and we were just not we did not approach it as if they were capable of beating us and then you just you just call it what it is it's like hey, look man this this just sucks this isn't what we wanted this isn't what the parents wanted this isn't what we want as a coaching staff or as players or anything because we're all competitive no one's out here trying to lose and and then once we kind of made that switch honestly it was one of the best tournaments that we have had this year we had so much fun both like on and off the court with with the kids with the parents everybody was able to i think really enjoy the progress this group has made so far this fall season um and being out of gold right actually allowed us to work on some of the big rocks that we had been uh, been tinkering with in, in practice the last few days so our team that hadn't run a, a lot of BIC, a lot of D, any anything like that, we were starting to run a lot more back row attack. Guys who weren't comfortable with their spin serves, getting back there and just ripping it. Um, it allows you to play your entire roster, really, without fear. Mm-hmm. It was what it was, and hopefully we, we walk away from this with a, a lesson. Like, hey, man, like we need to warm up hard for that 8 a.m. match, right? Because yeah. that that could be the one that you need to survive in advance when you get to Orlando um, you know, on July 3rd or whatever it is. So 17s. Great tournament. We won the tournament, right? Yeah. Won the tournament. Uh, good tournament for us. <laughs> On what standard? I don't know what you're uh, talking about. <laughs> it was a good tournament, right? Like, uh, could have been worse. Definitely could not have been better. Uh, actually, it could have been better. We could have played good the entire time. But like every time I've ever won a tournament, we've been bad at times in the tournament. So very on for brand. dramatic effect. Very on brand for me. Yes, yes. Uh, we lost the first match of the tournament, and that's so wild to me. In dramatic fashion. Was it in two or three? It was in two. It was in three? <laughs> we got absolutely shit on. It was like in three. No, it wasn't. It was in three. Yeah, I'm pretty three sure four? it was in three. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I remember, I remember. Yeah, I remember walking up. I also thing. have early onset dementia, so I don't really remember. I just remember losing, and then third game wasn't close. Okay, so losing in two, two and a half. We won the first game after being down pretty big. Stole the first game. Won like twenty six twenty four, and then got beat. Twenty six twenty four. Still, oh yeah. And that's kind of what beat. we. That's what fifteens did in the first round of gold. Didn't play yeah. particularly well in the second. Sure. Yeah, and then uh, wasn't really competitive in the third. Yeah. God. I don't remember that so at you all. So start off the tournament with just yeah, yeah. a like, like just holy a moly gut punch. Yeah. Well, we also hit negative on the on every match, like every set. Every set. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it was bad. Um. Then we had a four seed in our pool that was a one seed overall. Yes. They ended up placing first. What was so. their What was their team in last year? G- G- well, yeah, it was it was San, Juan. San, it was San Juan, so San Puerto Juan, Rico, but they yeah. all switched to GVA. Yeah. And he sent an email to the tournament being like, listen, we're not a four seed. And the tournament never sent him an email back. And I was like, no, you sent me an email and then I will get a switch because I never want to see you as a four seed ever again in my life. Yeah, that pool. was a tough four seed. Yeah. yeah. They, um, they and must then have finished silver. Who was our. I don't remember uh, your other one. One, two. Uh, Coast. No, 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 OCVC. OCVC. And then we beat OCVC in two. two. Had yeah. to win in two to advance. Yes. And we did. That, it was just like weird vibes on day one, yeah. right? Like weird that vibes. Outside on the Puerto Rican team was the best player, the best in, player the in the gym. Pool. Best player in the pool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that kid was legit. No, very legit. That was a very large. Like, Puerto Rican kids, it's like normally you get like a. Six one, six two outside. No, 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 no. Six four. That like, dude was legitimate. Big. Like, yeah. yeah, that like, was a big. D- yeah. Um, I would say that like weird vibes on day one, and we were going into day two with like some stuff, right? Tension. There was yeah, tension. Yeah, it was just like not nervous energy. Yeah, it was just like a little weird, right? Yeah. Okay, so we go into day two, and we are the four yeah. in the pool. Which right? underrated schedule. Oh, absolutely. I was just about to say the same thing. Pretty good schedule. Off, play. <laughs> no. Play, which you don't love. Off, play, play. Yeah, yeah. You don't love. But right. also get warmed up. Beat your, your number one game is your most important game of the day. Great, awesome. Number two, okay. Should but happen. then like three... Yeah, must win. Sure. We knew what we were getting into. And that third game, you play a team that is also coming off of back-to-back. So Correct. you get them on the back-to-back Correct. on yeah. the end. So like, And then you're great. off. And then we're, no, you ref last. Oh, you ref last. Okay. Like, kind of three great seeds, schedule. Three seeds is the best schedule. Kind of great schedule-ish for what you're trying to do. So we knew our first was aggressively important. Mm-hmm. We AZ fear. have AZ fear as a, like... Hot team that goes hot and cold. Yeah. They were uh, in gold. They were in gold in December. Yeah. Took them extremely seriously. Took it very seriously. Uh, beat them in two. Mm-hmm. Then got absolutely wrecked by Rockstar. Little tough rotation. And then. Um, wrecked. Yeah. 
got wrecked by Rockstar. A little bit um, served off the court. Yes. And, and we were like, fine, whatever. Jekyll and Hyde team, great, awesome. Lose the games you don't want, win the games you do. Cincy attack, uh, weird, weird vibes in that game, right? Like, they, this is a must win in two for us. They had a really emotional win uh, against right Rockstar. Yes. Um, and then they also had an emotional win against AZ Fear. So they're... Two and zero, both both wins in three, and they go into our game, and it's like quiet, right? Yeah, we played really well, and we played great, and beat them in two. Yeah, beat them in two, and took second second in the pool. Oh Over damn, me. that team was two and zero when you beat yeah. them. Yeah. yeah, wow. They'd beat both teams. So they got screwed on math. They got screwed, they got screwed on, math. on math. Yeah, that's the but, worst. Yeah. But we knew going into that is if, if, if we go two and zero because of three and three, yeah, we did a lot of math both days, like so much math. That's usually a bad so sign. So much, so much pen and paper that was going into yeah. like a lot of trips to the tournament desk. <laughs> no, no trips to the tournament desk, or you did, but like, like parents coming up to me being like, "I've already done the math," and I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, I know. I've already talked to this person, this person, this person." Like it was the whole thing. Um, so in like the vibes are weird in that game, right? Yeah. I think something about losing a match on day one, like your mindset switches to just like yeah. totally survive. And survival. Advance. Yeah. Like, I didn't, I didn't feel the need to take first anymore because we already oh, didn't no, take first. This is not about like, it's just like our path. Get through. How do we stay in gold? It was yeah. get through the entire time. And like, we'll, f- we'll see what happens in yeah. gold. Yeah. Yeah. Because like anything can happen when sure. you get to gold, as we know. So we we get out in second again on day two, and we go against SC Legends, who had so not we, lost a match, who had not lost a match, and also we got out at nine forty five on day two, and we had a work at eight, play at nine schedule, which is brutal. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Brutal. Going. PM, PM to that's AM. the tough and, part about PM way. And, and I told them everybody is in this same place. Like everybody here is the same exact, but like work at eight, play at nine sucks. Yeah, it's not great. But we get to SE Legends and we look at film of SE Legends and we're like, this is a gift. We are better than this team. And we did, we were. Like every single kid on this team showed up on time, ready to go, like warming up. You made a comment that this is like the most yeah, locked like before this is the, the match. The most locked yeah. we've ever been. The like, bags were like yeah, the yeah. bags were lined bags up. Were yeah, everyone's everything's a straight line. Like nice everybody, and neat. everybody is so like I'm gonna do my job because also we have set this expectation over the last four tournaments of yeah. like you are not doing your job. Like this is not how we prepare this is not how we do things like this is the way that we're supposed to do things and it's hard to get kids from different states and different places on the same page all the time it takes time yeah i mean tournaments are like the biggest place where you guys make strides only place where we make strides like that's that's where we thrive so and not just where we thrive it's where we fail and we teach lessons and it's important for us so we get to that game and everybody is like I bought an extra breakfast burrito that day being like somebody has not eaten a 
I'm going to make sure that somebody's eaten and nobody, I threw the breakfast burrito away. Like that's how, like we were. Never got offered. A <laughs> Would we have accepted. Also, you were like, I'll meet you there. You also yeah. had a baby there. The baby was great too. The baby helped us. Great. You're the baby. Johnny's the baby over there. So Clarence. SE Legends, Greg Falk, Greg Faulkner, former Trainer. Big Bay coach. Great. Awesome. Get through it. No problem. Awesome. Played well. MB Surf next. Really good team. Super strong. Very strong team. Physical team. Uh Absolutely housed us in the first. Kind of got rolled. Got rolled in the first. I'm a big believer in a lull teams to sleep type of move. You know? Like, like let's get rolled Sne- in the first. Sneak like, attack on them. Like, let's get rolled in the first. Be, the, winning the second is hard. Yeah. And like anything that happened in the third, kind of like gold. Like, you make it to gold. Like, who knows what's going to happen? Like, I love a good little sneak attack thing there, right? Yeah, third wasn't close. Third was not close. We were. Oh, you guys were hot. We were like hot at that point. Like, if you get hot, who cares? They couldn't get the ball onto our side. Right. Like, who cares when you're hot? That yeah. Four hands over the net on every side. Yeah. The block. The blocking in that third set against MB Surf. Zach Flynn was was everybody. Yeah. Middles had a couple blocks. Yeah, like it was great. Okay, so MB Surf were. We get shut down in the first, and then we like are lulling them to sleep in the second. And then we get hot in the third. Great, awesome. Uh, we watch six three zero coast, which I thought six three zero was going to win. Which they were honestly, up. They were up. Honestly, I wanted six three zero. We had scrimmaged them. We were, I was like, I want you guys. Great. So coast ended up winning in three. Uh, we had a bunch of time before the match. Uh, coast does the beta bay cheer before. Playing us, I knew they. Were, I knew they. Move. I knew they lost the second they. The did moment that. that they did that, I was like, <laughs> one, two, so yeah. three, four, a, a coast, coast to coast. coast. I, was I was like, like ah, oh. you guys are the worst. Like, okay, we've, awesome. We've, we've got you now. Yeah, great. Um, we go up seven zero. They take a timeout. Uh, we roll them in the first. Honestly, it wasn't like super close. In the, I mean, it was the a little closer in the second. It was close. We uh we got out to a lead and then they they stormed back a yeah. little bit, but then pulled away again at the end. I think I it mean, was we were just like playing good volleyball. You guys, you guys looked you guys looked very in charge in yeah. the coast match, and um, I do think that that I was like watching your players because I'm sitting there on the sidelines and I'm watching your players, and some of them were like looking over there like, did they just do what I think they did? Yeah, yeah. And there was just this like it was looking so to dumb. each other and being like. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, we're gonna take care of business yeah. now. <laughs> no, we were we were very locked on that. Like, coast was not a a uh, bad yeah, and, and for coast. Us. And I've seen that team play before, and they've played much higher. That levels. team has beaten our team before. Like, for sure. yeah, their middles were. Um, it was an interesting matchup for us because it was middle heavy. We put a lot of emphasis into that going into it. We like, did. who do we want? Yeah, and like, what do we want to see? And it was like, I just think if our outsides help a little bit to make sure that we have hands over the net, we're going to be able to a play. very similar Stanford-Penn State matchup of like middle heavy. Yeah. Being ready. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of bunch ready read. to help. And we should like, be able to pick up some yeah. nice plays behind them. Yeah. Sure. What I thought you guys did a really good job that kind of negated the middles was you guys just served so well. Like we the, did serve the, well. the 07, the 7 0 run was Rafa jump serving. Yeah. And they were off the net. Yeah. 
for six of the seven. Well, yes. Being off the net when you're a middle heavy team is a exactly. nice way to do and the, things. Exactly. Yeah, and sure. the one time they're on the net, you have Max who's in there and sure. he help blocks. We get a touch, sure. transition, kill. But also yeah. we were running the offense that we started to figure out that we wanted to run, yeah. which is hard when your setter isn't in the state. And like you're not really yeah. – like there is only this – this projection of up with this team of when you have a setter like Rafa to run an offense the way that we're running it. Like it is. Yeah. I mean, at tournaments, you guys just get so much better because you have so much time together. Yes. So So. roll through coast, go into the finals. uh, Hot. We we lost Chad and, and uh, we went, we went. Uh, we went with the backup. Just call it what it is. <laughs> we. And, I mean, it was a very similar setting of the NBA Surf game. Like first set was. It was very similar setting to every 17s anything that I've ever done in my life. Of like first set was in the first real flat. Yeah, like flat and like settle in. Got him right where we want him. And then, and then like, just lull him to sleep. I will say, watching from the sidelines. <laughs> you were the, not on the sidelines. You were on the bench. Yes, I was on the sideline <laughs> on the bench watching. Okay. The rock star opposite yeah. in set one. Yeah. Zioned his shoe. Like blew uh, out of it. Yeah. Blew out yeah. his shoe. Yeah. Okay. Like, that was right thing. here. Right like, here. From here to here. Blew out his shoe. His shoe was yeah. was had popped like, off of popped, the sole. Popped the shoe. Do you like find a kid on the bench with the same size? And so no. he he stayed in and he was trying to like trying to Dude. figure it out. But I was like, I saw that happen. I was like, that's that's interesting. <laughs> like, wonder how that plays out. Sure enough, he got subbed out at some point. Yeah. Can we get the guy some tape? He, and then he came back in. I, I couldn't pick up if he had like Things changed shoes or what was going on, yeah, but yeah, it was yeah. like that Things cer- were definitely happening. He certainly did not play the same way he played us the first yeah. time. Not saying it was just the shoe. We shooting, also did not play the same way. Correct. As we, played we also the first played time. we also yeah, played yeah. much, much better. So we start putting the ball in the net a little bit. We've got like we've got Marcelo jamming. And jamming. At this point, the tempo is what we had imagined it being yeah. on day one. Oh, yeah. it was fast. Yeah, yeah fast. it was fast. It was one-on-one and the whole time. Marcelo is jamming, two-hand jamming, wiping, like, jamming, throwing. Jamming like... He is Uroš Kovacevic out there in a 17-year-old's body. Like, full-on, two-hand, putting the ball down so fast that... Yeah, he was he was playing international yes. ball. So... The parents on the other side are not livid. Happy. Like, there is a forty-year-old that is in the stands, and he is beside himself, legitimately yelling at a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah, like, like he wanted to murder the kid, screaming, "Hit the ball!" With some expl- expletives in there, and Marcelo is just like, and honestly, Marcelo's chirping back at him, oh, and yeah. I am. Full about letting the yeah. kid go. He, like he was getting a kill, staring right into the stands at the dad. It was, he was yelling at him, going, "What are you gonna do about it?" Yeah, like <laughs> and honestly, with with the way that we were doing things, I was so good with it. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't be yelling at a sixteen year old, and then, yeah, and also expecting a sixteen year old to not like defend 
like what he's doing and what like I'm I am all for it. My favorite part, if I can interject on it, was in set three. He did. He interjected a lot. We'll allow. We'll allow it. Thank you. Uh, set three. Marcelo gets a fast tempo ball set out to the outside, and he goes up and he swings and Yahtzee's a ball down the line. Yahtzee's a ball down the line. Like, I was like, this is the rangiest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So he's. I mean, he's been all game. Just like this. The block is struggling. He yeah. is jamming into the seam. He is power Kid tipping is down the unreal. line. Yeah. He's two-handed wiping off the block. He's doing all these things, and the blocker's just trying to – he's trying to figure it out. And so fast from the setter coming out of the hands, he yahtzees this ball, like full-on swings. And he lets out all of the emotion into the stands. Yeah. Rockstar calls a timeout, yeah. and he just comes, he into, comes the huddle, into the huddle just – you middle-aged blank, <laughs> blank, blank, and you I middle was aged crying. Man, more harsh than that. It was incredible. But yeah, man. I mean, it's the kid is getting yelled at by an adult, yeah. and he. I mean, rightfully so. He's emotional yeah, about it. There's no world that I would ever yell at a kid like that. Yeah, like it a was child wild. like that. Like, like if a child of mine is getting yelled at, I'm gonna let the child go. But like, then I look at Marcel, and I'm like. Keep dude's, doing what you're dude's doing. Back, dude's like, backing it all up right now, yeah. so I'm gonna I'm gonna let him keep doing what he's doing. No, we were up fourteen to seven, and it was like I at that point, like I was like, we're winning SoCal Cup here. Yeah, it was it was actually wild. And Marcelo was your OH three. OH three, pretty much all the of the fall going into the tournament. He was yeah. OH three. OH three, and he, he finishes the season as MVP of the tournament. Yeah. From OH3 to MVP. Feel good story. Yeah. It was a uh, upward trajectory tournament for 17 months. And we are happy about it. <laughs> All right. High school rankings. Boys, NorCal High School. It's coming up. I think to, to tease what we're about to do with our top 10. So start with who we've got as maybe the top three. Okay, my number one. Yeah, is Bishop O'Dowd. Oh, okay, Bishop it O'Dowd. Is a hot take, but I don't care. But we uh, didn't lose anyone really. Uh, Bishop O'Dowd has Cameron Costi, Rowan, and Toby. Mm-hmm. Three, and they have Will Mullen, who also sets for eighteen club, and. That is just a recipe for kids that can do anything mm-hmm. they that got, can yeah. win high school. That's four very good players. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Harker number one. Not even close. Genders. We're running out. I'm, we're Harker out, number one. Names. New head coach, though. Is this new head coach going to live up yeah, to he, the storied, storied program the that is? He, he matches both the hype and the story. Um, he enjoys an excellent shabu, Big and that's shabu key. Guy. That's key because that's that's bonding with your assistant coaches. Yep, yep. There's there's a lot or of value. His, oh, chamber game. Yeah, there's just a lot to that, right? <laughs> I mean, chamber that's game. It's a big plus. God, and what you're a just pickup. you're just gonna have a coaching staff who's super into it. Yep. Parker, obviously, in my top three. Okay, great. Valley's got to be in my top three. Yeah, I got you. Got, yeah, sure. uh, Greg Lee and Alden. Greg Lee, um, Alden, Andy Zhu. They yeah. have a. Uh, they have a, they keep a, really the same team. Well, uh, they also added Elon. 
It's a good oh, pickup. Oh, yeah. Elon's, Elon's the other outside for the team. He's got to miss like seven games. But like, that's a legit. No harm, no foul. That's a legit. And then Harry Shee at the Libero. Shee. Yeah. Shee. That is a legitimate team. That's a that's a club team, right? There. So I think Harker Valley, and then I would either take Mitty. Oh, I could also buy the Costi Toby yeah. Rowan. I could Bishop. also buy the Bishop O'Dowd. Yeah. yeah. Are you willing to do what it takes to win, Dan? Maybe put that nil money. In it there. was for robotics <laughs> or like the debate team. Maybe. Okay, cut, cut, cut. Boys volleyball. I love you, Dan. <laughs> Producer's yelling, "Cut over Everybody here!" Everybody waves back and forth like you just don't care again. And on that note, let's cut we, to the yellow text on the black screen. It's the coaches group chat. Yeah.